Gentlemen, welcome to the NXT Rundown. I am your host, Ginger, and as always, my partner in crime is here. Jason is here. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing okay, Ginger. Tomorrow's the big day for me, though. Well, what's that? What's that? Tomorrow I get my vaccine. Oh, shit. Yes. I think I might be the first on the rundown crew to get it. I don't know if I don't think anybody else has yet. No aside from my wife who's, oh, who's yes, completed yeah. both both doses. But um yeah, I have no idea which version of it the vaccine they're giving at this particular place, but mm-hmm. uh tomorrow afternoon I will be at least one step closer to fully vaccinated. Very so, nice. Looking forward to it. Be nice to have that done, of course. Uh I'm going to have a little extra money in the mailbox soon, or at least the bank account, it sounds like. The government passed the stimulus package, so... Oh, fucking time. You and, you and I will be seeing some extra money, I guess. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, other than that, been a been a fairly quiet week, so uh, NBA's back. My, my Celtics are back on TV tonight, so if you catch me at all distracted, just yell at me. But, uh, <laughs> yeah... All right. How, how have you been, pal? Uh, I mean, same same shit. I mean, I really haven't... Nothing, nothing spectacular has really happened to me this week. I mean, if we're talking about oh, vac- vaccinations and shit, I will be getting mine in six days. So I'll probably be go. first one to get second on the network here. So, joy. Well, no, if I get... If, if I have a two-dose one, odds are if I'm getting my first before you, I'll get my second before you, right? Well, yeah. I said I'm the first <laughs> second person to get it done. Oh, I thought you meant first person <laughs> to get a second dose. That's oh, no, no, confused. no. No, I didn't get that yet. No. I, and uh, to your point as well, I, I, I'm not even sure which version they're giving, but when I made right. the um, the appointment, I believe at the time the place uh, is using Moderna's. So, I'd I'd like that one, you know, either Pfizer or Moderna. Oh, it's what ninety five and ninety seven point five percent positive uh, effective. Yeah, so you know, the more you read about those numbers, though, they're they're a little skewed. Um, a friend of mine actually just got the Johnson and Johnson one, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the numbers are a little bit off there because the truth is. You got to also look at the times these trials were going on, and at the time the Moderna and Pfizer trials were going on, it was during the summer when things were calmed down and numbers were down everywhere, and you know all that stuff. And the Johnson Johnson one was just happening during December when it was yeah. 
you know, that peak holiday rush of, of numbers mm-hmm. spiking everywhere. So yeah. um, the data is not the same, basically. You're, yeah. you're comparing apples to oranges a little bit. But um, in everything they said, because uh, I was literally just reading on it, because a friend, like I said, a friend of mine got the Johnson Johnson one, and that may be what I get tomorrow for all I know. I have mm-hmm. no idea. Um, so I was reading up on it, and, you know, it was like, they have pretty much the same results in preventing severe symptoms. Um, yeah, which yeah. essentially is really all you all you need. Um, you know, you get a little sniffle here or there from it, fine, but you know, whatever. The trick is to make sure you you don't get severely sick, and that's the whole point. And yep. uh, they all seem to do that and do that pretty well. And the other thing I read was that the Johnson and Johnson one may actually be more effective against the mutation strains that they've found. So. You know, awesome. Vaccination. Well, we'll see. I care about. Yes, just guys. <laughs> you get a chance. You get an opportunity. Get that shit stuck into your arm. Doesn't matter what it is. Let's let's try to get life back to normal. Ginger has a SummerSlam to attend. Hopefully. Yeah, and up, uh, by the picture of Mark Henry, it makes you fucking jacked too. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, he looked like Leo Rush before he got that shot. Oh my god. I'm sorry, Leon Ruff. That's what I meant to say. Oh, yes, yeah, no. Um, if people don't know what we're talking about, Mark Henry posted a picture of him with the little shot Band-Aid on his arm, and uh, he is looking in pristine shape at the moment. Uh, I don't know if he's possibly working towards an in-ring return or what. Um. So yeah, I mean, we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, with him, you know, possibly doing an in-ring a turn, or if he's just like, you know what, I'm not in the greatest shape, so I'm just gonna fucking do it. So yeah, I was never a huge Mark Henry guy anyway. So that website was, I'll tell you that. Absolutely was that trivia game was a big big <laughs> Mark Henry guy. <laughs> Oh man, but um some things that will never some things that live on forever in the rundown. Mhm. Yeah, absolutely not. Um but uh you know just get that fucking shot people. Just make yeah. it easy. Honest to god, just make it easy for everybody. Yeah. Get your fucking little card Num- and I mean numbers, from, numbers from, continue to go down. Uh, the president actually was on TV tonight before we recorded this, talking about how he's uh, instructed governments to open up every uh, state governments to open up everybody for vaccine eligibility by May first. So, um, goal is to get to a point where people can actually have little Fourth of July parties and get-togethers if they want to, and that would be amazing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> See. The shittiest part for my uh, for me is once everything clears up, and you know we're we're pretty much good to go. Uh, my line of work, I have a feeling, is going to suffer extremely bad because people are going to want to be out and about. They're not going to want to fucking sure. order out. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm I'm steadily never saving. underestimate the never underestimate the laziness of Americans, Ginger. They will still order out. Oh, I they will order that. out for their gatherings. But the town that I work, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to uh, Haverhill, Mass. Uh, Only for wrestling shows. 
Okay, so you don't you don't know the area, but in the in the state town or city, whatever the hell you want to refer it to as, um, there is a full street that is all cl- nightclubs and bars. Yeah. So, you know, for, I work weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, my guess is, uh, I, and I, I do deliver to some young, a, a lot of younger people. You know, not so much like middle aged people with kids and shit. So, it's it's gonna hurt a little bit, I think. But uh, I've actually been putting a little bit of money aside every week for when that does happen. So we'll 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 see what happens to my line of work, but. No, it's um, it's gonna be inter- interesting to see the pl- what play how this whole thing plays out because, you know, there's people or there there's places talking about if, you know, people want to go to a concert or a big outing, you're gonna need one of those cards saying that you got the vaccination, and you have all these people like, oh, I'm not getting it. Well, looks like you ain't doing shit. Because they're not gonna fucking allow you to walk in. The, they're not. You're gonna waste money on the tickets. And guess what? They don't give you refunds for those tickets once you show up to get in, and you don't have one of those cards. So yep. I, you know, I just want everybody to be fucking smart about this. And like, it. Oh God, it just aggravates me because like, I see some people talking about not getting it, and I'm like. I know the things that you've done in the past, and I damn sure know that you don't know what the fuck was in that shit. Yeah. So, and it's just like, don't be fucking stupid. Like, oh, it's gonna fucking microchip. Hey, guess what? I'll get. I guess what else is fucking listening to you and everything else? That little fucking thing that you call people with and check self, uh, check Facebook and all your socials. Speaking of which, rundownwrestling.com. Uh, and that's, like, if they were going to listen to you, that's how they're going to fucking do it. They're not going to put a fucking microchip in your fucking arm. Like, it just, it makes me so mad that people are like, oh, they're going to put a microchip on you. No. You idiot. <laughs> like, it, it just bothers me so much that people actually believe that shit. And... Uh, somebody, because I was talking to somebody else about it, and they're like, "Why do you, uh, if that was true also, why do you think they put those new chips on your credit cards? If they wanted to listen to you, they could do that too. You know, there's yeah, so I'm many sure. ways that the government could easily tap into what the fuck you're doing, and people worried about a fucking mm-hmm. shot. Yeah, like, I'm 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 all out of tinfoil. I don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> seriously, like I don't understand it, man. Like people are just so fucking stupid when it comes to this. It's like smarten the fuck up, just get it. You don't want to get other people fucking sick. Simple as that. It's that fucking simple. We want things to go back to the normal. I don't want to deal with this new normal shit anymore. I'm tired of it. I just want people to be fucking smart about it. Please, please, people, please. Agreed. I want to go to fucking SummerSlam. (laughs) I will say in the silver linings of of working from home, something occurred to me today. Okay. Um, Do you know what my favorite sporting event is every year? I mean, I would say either like, like 
sporting as in like like wrestling is a sport or do you consider it entertainment i'd say that was entertainment i'm talking about competitive sports okay um for you i'd, pro- I'd probably say the world series nope uh the nba championship nope uh rugby championship incorrect tennis nope the wimbledon nope that would be tennis too uh the super bowl nope oh really uh the uh, nhl championship stanley cup that is the best one in my opinion but go ahead the opening weekend of the ncaa tournament okay when there are upsets, buzzer beaters, and it is wall-to-wall, all day, all night, exciting basketball. Mm-hmm. So much so that in my youth, I used to take the days off of work, the first two days of the tournament, to stay home <laughs> and watch the first rounds, just wire-to-wire. Is that March Madness? Yes. Or is, oh, okay, all right, all right, okay. I know what you're talking about. So... This year, it just occurred to me this afternoon that unless something drastic changes in the next couple of weeks, I am going to be working from home while March Madness goes on. <laughs> oh, no, Jason ain't getting shit done. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's cool, though. You know, you don't have to take it off of work. You can Obviously, you can work and watch it at the same time. Because those, those March Madness runs like 24 hours a day, I believe, like well, within reason, but... Uh, I don't follow March Madness that much. I'm not. I'm not a basketball. I don't follow guy, college basketball during the year at all. I don't. I, that, I don't pay much attention. Just that specific. It's just that that first weekend. It's just. It's all day. It's all night. It's usually there's at least a half a dozen games that come down to the wire. Mm-hmm. You get. You find yourself. I usually fill out a pool. You know, one yeah. of those old brackets. Mm-hmm. So I have a rooting interest. But yeah, it's. I, I enjoy the hell out of that first weekend. Right, so. There's games on like all day for that, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what I thought. Like it's Yeah, they start at like noon and they finish at like midnight or something. Jesus. So it's basically like twelve hours straight basketball. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you will not be hearing from Jason for about two weeks on the Rundown Wrestling Network <laughs> in no, the upcoming no. And it usually opens on a Thursday, so Oh. Well. <laughs> now March Madness. What what is the date for the start of that? It, that begins at the begin. That's the first week of March, right? Correct. I mean, no. I, I would no. Nope. It's like mid March, end of March. Because I'm just thinking, uh, like, what, towards, what's the towards the end? So uh, this year, it's a little bit weird. This year, instead yeah. of being in multiple sites, they're bringing everybody to one site, so all of the teams will be in one place. One bubble. Uh, what they call Selection Sunday, where they give you the brackets. That is March 14th. The first four, which are the play-in games for the tournament, are March 18th. And then the first round will start March 19th and 20th. Okay, so of course, this year it's on a Friday. Usually it's a Thursday and a Friday. This mm-hmm. year it's a Friday and a Saturday. So. Oh, okay. Uh, so is it – how long does that run? Like a week? It usually runs longer than it's going to do this year. Like I said, I think they're trying to keep – they're trying to make this move as fast yeah. as possible this year mm-hmm. where – Everyone's in the same location. They don't have to have those travel days built in that they mm-hmm. usually do. So in this particular case, the first round starts on March 19th, and it sounds like the championship game will be April 5th. So 
Still takes a little while, but there there are long pauses in between there, between rounds. Sometimes. I was gonna say, so if that's the case, that might run into the announcement that NXT made this week, and possibly even WrestleMania weekend, if that's the case. Uh, none of the games are on Wednesdays, so it should be good. Okay. Well, I mean, Wednesday, Thursday. Me and you discussed it last week. Monday, right. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday. Yeah, the 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 final four is on a Saturday, which is April third. Oh. Um, yeah, and the championship game is that Monday, April fifth. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. So. Hmm. Oh man. Um. I do want to give an early shout-out uh, to my daughter, who is turning two on Sunday. Ah, we'll miss Emma. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, she um, is already hitting the terrible two stage, and I don't like it. <laughs> because she's learning everything from her brother, who is going to be five on Tuesday. So, shout-out to both of them. Happy birthday, guys. Love you. And, uh, yeah, so we have the party coming up on Sunday, and I have so much shit to get done tomorrow. It is. And what are you doing party wise? Uh, we're having a close people, uh, a couple people from her work, so that's not a big deal. Uh, her parents, um, having one of my, one of my best friends, Travis, over, and then, uh, obviously my dad, us, and then her grandparents might come up, but not So mostly just, sure. just family stuff. Yeah, cl- like, close people, yeah. I mean, nothing too crazy. Not like a full-on kid's birthday party kind uh, of thing. Yeah, like, n- next year will be a full-blown birthday party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and... You it, hope. <laughs> yes, I hope. Uh, so, hopefully, um, we get nice weather on Sunday because my dad has a deck on the back uh, out back, so we'll be able to hang out outside for a little bit at least, and then uh, eat some cake, eat some ice cream, and see how much stuff they get that they don't really need. <laughs> there you go. So, well, at least you're not still in the apartment. You don't have to deal. Oh, with absolutely! Oh my God! Yeah, that like. I was I was I was having like a small conversation with my son today, and I was like, "So, do you like living here?" He goes, "Yeah, but what happened to the apartment?" I said, "We left that place. It was too small." He goes, "I really liked it." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> if you were my age, you would have hated it as much as I did." Because <laughs> like the the apartment's so fucking small. Like, it, I think it, I want to say it was eight hundred and fifty square feet, two bedroom. Pretty much open uh, open concept apartment. I mean, you know, but yeah, yeah it was uh, it was small, especially with two kids. Yeah. So now we have this big ass house that they can run around like crazy fucking animals. So there you go. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it, you know, it's good for them, and we have a fucking yard, a big ass yard, that they can play yeah. outside in. Like at the apartment, nice. you got to find if your kids were caught outside playing in the parking lot. Really? So, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was that was not fun. So, but uh, and there's a fucking park, literally a half a mile down the street that we can go to and 
Uh, there's a big ass, two big baseball fields in it. You know, swing set, jungle gym, and all that shit. So, it's gonna be fun to, um, you know, hit the summertime or get some nice weather time and, you know, bring them outside. Because last year we really didn't do anything because it was fucking right. quarantine time. So, but this yeah. year, I think it's gonna. I can't personally myself. I can't sit inside. For another summer, I'll enjoy, I really enjoy being outside during the summer. So, okay. but uh, yeah, which so, which is ironic for somebody with your fair complexion, sir. I get burned once, and then I'm <laughs> tan for the rest of the season. So, so when that, you're burned, do you just look like one one big red thing, like a ball of red between your hair, your beard, and your your face? No, 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 because. Because, I mean, I've heard of blue balls, but red balls are completely different. What, do you think I walk outside naked, dude? Like, I don't, I, I'd rather not go to jail for indecent exposure for my worm hanging out. So Hey, you never know. Some people might find a decent exposure. But, anyway. <laughs> my wife sure as hell wouldn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> she did at least twice. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, it, it's going to be, uh, yeah, for, but, um, like, yeah, I, it was weird. Like, when I was younger, I would burn really bad, but, like, when I hit probably, like, my 20s, all of a sudden my skin was like, oh, hey, I'm going to be nice to you from now on, and I'm going to give you a tan during the summer. So, except for when I went to Virginia after me and the wife got married, we walked down the beach, forgot to put sunscreen on, and, yeah... She was a fucking lobster. She burns like a fucking... Oh, it, it was so bad. She couldn't move the next day. My wife is also a ginger, so... Yeah, you guys uh, coupled up there. A couple, ginger, couple gingers. Yeah, a couple ginger babies. We're all set. Living that ginger life. <laughs> OGN. So, <laughs> enough for the ginger life, Jason. What do we have for news this week, sir? Uh, a couple small things, nothing too major. Uh, one thing I found interesting recently, Shawn Michaels sat down with the New York Post to give an interview, and the topic was broached about NXT moving to Tuesday. Mm. Uh, he said, it's always clearly easier when you're sort of destination programming, so to speak. Nothing would change, certainly for us. We still try to put on the best show out there we can. Clearly, I know that it's everybody's goal. I think it would only be fair to say everyone knows that when you're not competing against another similar show, that it makes it a little bit easier. It allows people to enjoy that, and then you think about the fellow from Raw, the ne- I'm sorry, the follow from Raw the next night, so clearly it certainly wouldn't hurt. So that's sort of like the first public confirmation that they're sort of planning to move to Tuesdays, as WWE hasn't said anything about it till now. Yeah, my guess is it's going to happen the week after WrestleMania. That would be my guess. Yeah, well, we got some uh, some interesting news as it relates to that that we'll talk about in the body of the show mm-hmm. um this year was announced we talked about last year wrestlemania's hall of fame was supposed to be taking place in tampa unfortunately that's when the pandemic hit the event was scrapped and pushed off to 2021 but they are not limiting it to just the 2020 inductees they are inducting an entirely new class at least it seems based on the fact that the first inductee for the 2021 hall of fame class is miss molly holly it was announced this past week uh, that sparked a bunch of people from the internet, uh, from the wrestling world, to give their congratulations. Tegan Knox 
It's about bloody time. Congratulations. It's absolutely deserved. Trish Stratus, so happy about this wonderful news from my beautiful and talented friend. She has given so much to this business, and personally, she was a huge part of helping me transition into a fighting champion that could be taken seriously. Love and appreciate her so much. Beth Phoenix, wait, what? Yes, 2021, <laughs> Hall of Fame. Uh, and then, uh, and then Beth, Beth Phoenix followed up with, guys, I can't tell you how happy this makes me everyone literally everyone loves nora selfless trailblazer advocate for others ring general one of the best human beings i've ever known and now finally a hall of famer uh natty when i think of molly holly i think of a woman who lifted up other women while blazing her own incredible path beautiful inside and out congratulations on your hall of fame induction you deserve it uh, Hurricane Helms, thank you, WWE, uh, for giving me the honor of breaking the morning, this morning's news. I tried my best not to cry. I failed in spectacular fashion. Congrats, <laughs> Mighty Molly. You deserve this so much. Triple H, many people say WWE superstars are real-life superheroes, and in this case, she truly is. A women's champion, an inspiration to our current roster, and simply a wonderful person. Congratulations to Molly Holly on being the first inductee to the 2021 Hall of Fame. Bailey, this makes me very happy. I met Molly in my first year of training, and I went up to her table at a convention, and I told her I was training and dreamed of being in the WWE someday. As I started to nervously walk away, she stopped me, handed me one of her DVDs that she was selling. She believed. Um, and then Bailey posted a video of that day of her getting the uh, the video oh, nice. the video from Molly. Uh, Tommy Dreamer, very cool to have Shane Helms tell Molly Holly of her Hall of Fame induction. Great wrestler, great human. Her caring for others is admirable. Jeez, the wrestling world loves her. Nikki Cross, yes, 100. I love this. I remember first seeing her in matches on Sunday Night Heat on Channel 4, and I loved her. Mm -hmm. Then I got to meet and work with her, and she was such a sweetheart. And lastly, I know you've all been waiting, uh, Lance Storm, Congrats to Molly. Could not be happier. Such a nice person. Seriously, she is the nicest person. So apparently she's a nice person. <laughs> if Lance Storm is calling you a nice person, then, yeah, you're a nice person. <laughs> That's, like, the final word. But, uh, yeah, congratulations. I mean, it's 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 awesome. I, I've always enjoyed her work. I did back when she was a consistent bumper in WWE. And, uh, the, one of the names that you brought up, her... And, and Molly and Trish Stratus had a match, and I want to say it was at an Unforgiven pay per view or something along those lines. Not not a major pay per view, it was just one of the in between ones. That match was a fucking classic. I I came across it a couple months ago, and I watched. It and I was like, why isn't this like considered one of the all-time great matches of this time. The match was fucking spectacular, and I really wish I could, I could remember what pay-per-view it was, but I always enjoyed her work. Um, the, when they brought her in as Molly Holly, as uh, was she a sister or a cousin of the Hollies, of Hardcore and... Uh, this was a cousin. A cousin, okay. It was fantastic. It worked. And everything else she did, she made it work. So congratulations to her on that. Absolutely. Um, had an interesting thing happen over in NXT UK, since we're focusing on uh, NXT here anyway. It seems like a good uh, good time to mention okay. that a current member of the NXT UK roster had their name changed. 
Um, a guy known by the name of Ben Carter who competed in AEW is very, very talented performer. Uh, is apparently now Nathan Frazier. Um, he was actually a graduate of the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy, which is Seth Rollins' uh, wrestling school. Um, he's been wrestling on NXT UK as Ben Carter for several weeks now, but apparently they're just going to change his name on TV. So... <sighs> Uh, interesting timing, sort of not a fan of that timing. I don't mind the name, but, uh, sort of like commit to a name before you put these guys on TV. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. Commit to a fucking name, please. <laughs> it just makes, it's awkward for everybody at that point. Yeah. Um, sort of big shake up behind the scenes. Apparently WWE has taken their head of talent relations, Mark Carano, and demoted him, and the man taking his place is the man whose place he took. Johnny Laurinaitis has slid back into head of talent relations for WWE, and Ginger, you're already shaking your head. Let's hear it. You know, it's... On other podcasts, they they refer to that job as probably the hardest job possible because you're the person... More more times than not, telling the person, sorry, we we got to let you go. Simple as that. Sorry. So that is hard. Uh, hey, we got to let you go, kid. Sorry. I can't stand his voice. <laughs> it would fucking, it sends chills down my spine because I fucking hate it so much. But, hi, uh, cool. Imagine but being the how, fella's mom and having to oh listen to him God. on top of you. Oh, oh. Uh, do, you, do you like that? You know, I used Stop to carry a skateboard to the ring. That was uh, a good one. I like your impression. Good impression. Thanks. Um, yeah. Who was it before? Well, Can I go deeper? Would you like me to go deeper? Would you like me to go deeper on that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> who was head of talent relations before? Tell me you love my cock. Go ahead. God, tell me. Tell me it's good. <laughs> now, do the whole thing, Ginger. I want the voice. Go. What? Do the whole thing. Talk dirty as John Laurinaitis. Oh, yeah. You like that? You like that old floppy balls flapping up your asshole? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you get in front of me. Just lay there. I'll take care of you. I, I can't do that. <laughs> this is wrong. Don't ask about that little boy in the corner. Oh, God. Uh, oh, I'm going to uh, come. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Oh, That's shit. killing my fucking throat. Um, okay. That's what she said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not to me, she didn't. Uh, so, <laughs> what was, do you have the guy's name that he replaced? Yeah, Mark chance? Carano. Mark Carano. Yeah, I... I yeah, sucks for Mark, but at the same time, good for Mark because he doesn't have to give people unfortunate fucking news all day now. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, in everybody said it. I, I believe Jr. was head of talent relations before for WWE slash WWF. Um, you know, yeah, Mark Carano and Laurenitis was this before. Um, so it doesn't sound like they go through a lot of people to do this job. That must take a little bit of a toll on you. The the thing that worries some people is that Lauren Ice is, is sort of a, a known yes man for Vince McMahon. Oh, um, yeah. 
The guy's got Abs- great chest. <laughs> um, and he was also one of the ones that championed sort of the Divas era. And there's certain people that are concerned that that's going to lead, especially his relationship to the Bellas, and we know how much the Bellas like the Divas era, uh, to sort of a resurgence of that style of women's wrestling. I, I certainly hope not. but uh, No, I th- my guess would be Vince has learned his lesson that you're going to make more profit off of working women than the Divas era. So I would hope so, yeah. And we all know Vince likes his money. <laughs> all right. Lastly, your favorite part. Ugh, Ratings. God. Really? Dynamite got 743. NXT got 691. Dynamite wow. down about 200,000 viewers. Uh, NXT dropped 1,000 viewers. Uh. <laughs> um. So I know I know the stands like to tell us that they didn't get that close to one million number last week because of Shaq, but uh, some made people two hundred thousand people not watch this week that watched last week. So there's was it no Shaq? Was it the complete abortion of a finish to the pay per view that they had? I don't know. You tell me. Ah, uh, dude, I don't know, man. Uh, it's um, that's a hell of a drop. 200,000 fucking people, dude. Like, that's... From one week to the next. Yeah. I wonder what their pay-per-view buys were. I've heard they were really good. The the preliminary numbers suggested they were the best pay-per-view buys they've had. Well, that's good. Yeah. But I bet people won't do it after that fucking botched finish again. Right. Because I guarantee that's why it was so... such a No, no, it was all part of the storyline, Ginger. I heard about that. (laughs) <laughs> Unbelievable. I can't believe people are actually, oh, they saved it really nicely. How do you fucking save that catastrophe of a fucking mess? You don't. Nope. Uh, but as for the ratings, because I don't want to get into AEW stands, uh, NXT, cruising. They're staying right there. They're, they're on cruise control right now for... Um, I will say this, if I'm NXT and I'm looking at the show I put together, heavyweight title match, women's title match, two huge announcements, and I actually lost viewers, I'd be a little concerned by that. Yeah, you only lost a thousand. But you shouldn't lose any. This should be a week that you gain, is sort of my point. True, true. But they didn't, so it's, what are we going to do? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that does it for the news corner. So, uh, Ginger, take it away. Yeah. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Yep. I'm shooting daggers at you. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is the NXT Rundown. We start with Lord William Regal in the ring. He tells us that he has two huge announcements for tonight, and we go to a video package. This video package is an announcement for NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver, and it will also be a two-night special. And uh, AEW's next pay-per-view will be known as The Stands Will Deliver, so... (laughs) Uh, and then we come back and all the women are lined up on the rampway and uh, all the, uh, 
even the uh, officials, uh, the the female officials, which is I thought was a nice little touch that they put in there. Uh, Regal thanks them and says this is the greatest roster on in greatest women's roster in professional wrestling today. Um, he then calls Raquel and Dakota. Were you sort of, hold on, before we get there, were you oh, sort sorry. of taken aback at the amount of female talent they have on their roster? A lot of those were new signees, right? Yeah, yeah, like okay. Taya was in there, Aqua was in there, so they're, they're definitely some some of the newer people, but uh, that's a lot of women in that division. That's a lot of fucking females, man. Yes, it is. <laughs> so... Lord William uh, calls Raquel and Dakota, Rack and Dak, to the ring. He then congratulates them on... Or actually, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Before we get there, he said, for what happened last week was a disaster to the finish to the uh, women's tag team championship match. And since they were the winners of the first women's Dusty Rhodes Classic... They are crowned the new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. What are your thoughts on the belts themselves? I like the belts. They're just okay. uh, they're the same as the men's tag titles, except they're on a white strap. So similar to WWE. You do wonder if they're maybe going to move the Women's NXT Championship to a white strap, just because that seems to be the formula in the company is that the, the women get the white straps. Yeah. Uh, so here's my problem with this and I shouldn't say, and uh, you know, we, we kind of discussed it a little bit in the feed in our text feed, but I shouldn't say that I'm mad that, <clears throat> um, NXT is getting tag women's tag team championships. I think I'm more pissed off that Vince wouldn't, allow those titles to be defended on NXT. What the, It happened, what, twice? Yeah, I think so. Sasha and Bailey were there once. And did, uh, did Asuka and Kyrie defend them once, too? Uh, may, yes, against Tegan and Dakota, right? Yeah. Okay. So. so, all right, so three times they were defended on NXT, NXT TV. You're, especially from what we've fucking seen on Raw and SmackDown, you are going to get much, much better quality matches on NXT. But Vince, oh no, I, I, I can't do that. I gotta, I gotta have my Raw SmackDown every week, but not NXT. So... so- I, the, the vibe I got from this, and, and you can tell me if you think this is just complete bullshit, but I sort of got the vibe that the original plan when this whole thing started was that they were going to put the tag titles on Raquel and Dakota. Yes. And then somewhere along the way, Vince decided, nah, fuck that, we're not going to do that. He got cold feet. Um, because if this was the plan all along, why wouldn't you just give the titles to them after they won the Dusty Rhodes Classic? Why wait till after? Why do the whole WWE Women's Tag Titles thing? If this was the destination, yep. you would have gone there from the beginning. Because now you have them being presented with these titles coming off a match they lost. Yes, controversial, yes. Yep. but they're still coming off the match they lost. So uh, I think this was a, a change and a pivot and... 
you know, ultimately might be a good thing, but I, I do think it was not the original plan. Yeah, which sucks because also, and that, that's another thing too, you know, me and you obviously discuss the ratings every week. If you ask me, if you have those women's straps on NXT, you might get some more viewers. It might help them. It could have been a nice little uh, uh, experimental thing, but nope. Fuck that. So after grabbing the championship titles, Dakota says, Mr. Regal, you are right. This is the most talented roster ever. And we beat them all. Very I, Bailey-ish. Like, that stuck me as, like, something Bailey would do. I thought it was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good, because it's like, oh, she's going to give everybody credit. And then, nope. <laughs> Just fucking shits all over them. Uh, and then, all of a sudden, Ember Poon and Shotzi Blackheart interrupt, and they come to the ring, and they challenge Rack and Dak to a title match tonight. Also, I definitely think that the tag, there was plans for an NXT women's team to hold a tag team title, whether it was the WWE ones or these ones were the plan all along, mm-hmm. because they kept Shotzi and Ember together yes. after the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Good. So that's the only reason that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, then Regal says, fuck it, let's do it. He makes that match official for later tonight. Okay. That was, of course, after Raquel said, and we're going to hold these titles for a long time. (sighs) More on that later. We then jump to the NXT Women's Championship match, Io Shirai versus the Tony, the Booty Storm. Now, before we even get to the match. I I wonder if you're going to think the same same thing I'm going to say, because I wanted to know how pissed you were. Okay, well, maybe. Probably not. But uh, as Io makes her way to the ring, Raquel is outside, and she just okay. stares Io down. Yep. So, uh, what, what were you going to say? How pissed were you that Tony was wearing long pants? Oh, so mad. <laughs> but I thought, I thought her gear looked great. Though. I thought her gear looked great, and the yeah. fact that she specifically put zebra print on her ass cheeks. That kind of mm. helped. They made okay. it a little bit better. But I totally wish those were assless chaps. There, there's no such thing as assed chaps, so all chaps are assless. I wish she was wearing chaps. <laughs> <laughs> like Christina Aguilera in the dirty video? Yes. 100%. Uh, so... You obviously caught that with Raquel, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Match starts with a couple tie-ups to start, and the second one ends with Tony slapping Io, then Io double-leg takedown, takedowns, takes down Tony, and starts throwing With a double-leg takedown on Tony. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Uh, Tony then hits Eat My Ass pretty early in the match. But Io says, fuck off, and hooks an octopusy stretch. I'm sorry, she, she's, she's, she, well, she's, she's from New Zealand or British, or Australia, sorry, British con. It's probably piss off. Piss off. 
so EO hooks up the block to Pussy Stretch, and EO then tries to work on the lower back a little bit. Uh, shoulder block, clothesline, flapjack, tiger kick, and springboard drop kick gets EO a two count. Second rope suplex by Tony, and they powder for a bit because they're tired. Uh, Tony then hits a fucking beautiful German suplex with a bridge. In the camera shot, mwah, thank you for that. Uh, clothesline attempt by Tony, but EO does the Matrix move. But Tony says, uh-uh, and she drops an elbow. Both ladies on the apron, and EO hits a very, very soft back body drop on the apron. Uh, then EO hits a second row moonsault to the outside. And EO then hits... Sorry, my apologies. Um, double knees in the corner to Tony. And EO goes for... The over the moonsault, but misses, and Tony hits the storm zero. But that is not it. EO kicks out at two. Did you nice bite on that? I, I did bite on it, but it was a nice false spot. Yeah. Uh, storm then goes for a flying headbutt, but EO moves out of the way and puts on a cross face, leaving Tony no choice but to tap out. And still, your NXT women's champion, EO. Shirai. So that crossface was terrible at first. Yeah. Um, yes. It was, it was soft as goo shit. Um, she did correct it, and by the yeah. time we got to the tap spot, it did look a lot better, but it was really bad when it was put on. Um, I, I did not like the finish. I liked. I really liked the match a lot, actually. Um, I felt like it was lacking sort of that last extra gear that those takeover kind of matches get. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it was a good, solid match. It wasn't quite to, like, their Mae Young Classic final match, yeah. but it was easily one of Tony's best since the since her return. Oh, 100%. So I, I, I actually really enjoyed the match. Yeah, yeah, the match was really good. Uh, the They obviously clicked well. They've worked in the past multiple times, so it's you know, it comes as... Comes like riding a bike with those two. So it's this match was good stuff. They had good spots, different spots. You didn't see a lot of the same old bullshit. Uh, there was one spot that the Storm Zero. Man, she's. She, I don't know. I understand it's the way she pulls that move off. You're gonna have to be more specific. <laughs> the Pearl River Plunge. Okay. Uh, that she drops their heads so close to the fucking ground, it freaks me out every time she does it. Yeah. But uh, besides that, I mean, and that's not even like a bad thing. It just it scares the shit out of me every time. But a good match. Uh, didn't really bite too much on anything. It, she did hit storms. I bought. A, I bit a little bit, but um, the way the match was going, you could kind of tell where this was heading. Uh, but congratulations to Io Shirai. Um, Moving on. What's up next for her? Ah. Finn Balor promo, building up tonight's main event for the NXT Championship as him and Adam Cole. Adam Cole. Baby. Go one-on-one. Dinner time, and her guest is L. 
a night. He says next week is a great time well, for his. You know, oh, first sorry. he says, sorry. let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. Next week is a great time for his in-ring debut. And from behind, Colossal, Bronson Reed grabs him, and they scuffle a little bit, and they get pulled apart by officials. And Bronson says, good luck next week on your debut. So can I petition the rundown for a new nickname? Maybe. Can I be the Cocklossal? No. Jesus Christ. You know, I'm so I, I would not be surprised if there was a porno movie of that title. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Drop my mouse. Uh so Yeah, that did that, that that's it. Uh we then get Jake Ellis. So, so we assume Bronson's gonna be LA Knight's opponent next week? Is that I, you think we're I would think so, unless they're going to build this feud until uh, TakeOver. Yeah, could be. Because, I mean, shit, the TakeOver's what? End of this month? Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be... That's two nights. They're going to have to build a bunch of matches. Yeah. More on that in a minute. Yes. Jake Atlas versus Pete Dunne. Company to the ring by one. Oh, Did you notice anything about Jake Atlas? He got jobber entrance. Uh, he has new music yet again. Really? Yeah. He was I, using that Stand Strong song, the, the really good song actually. I really liked it. It's on my fucking playlist now. Um, and now he changed to something else that's not nearly as good. I don't know why. Boo. Be a, must be a rights issue of some type. Dunn immediately goes to joint manipulation. <laughs> Alice goes for a backflip handstand into a head scissors, but Dunn holds on and kicks his arm, and it sounded fucking stiff. Alice eventually fights back, hitting a roundhouse kick, and goes for a standing moonsault, but it's blocked, almost caught into a head-arm triangle. Alice cartwheel escapes, hits a European uppercut. <laughs> Then, what is that sound? You play it all the time, and I can't tell what they're saying. Oh, you you don't play Mortal Kombat, huh? No. So sometimes when you threw an uppercut, there would be a little guy that pops out of the corner, and he says, "Toasty, toasty." Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh. Alice Alice hits the European uppercut, then a penalty kick, followed up by a standing moonsault for a close two. Nice little quick spot for those two. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, don't mind that. It's a soccer-style kick, first off. um, Fuck off. (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) Um yeah, there was a there's a spot coming up that I actually really enjoyed, so I'll, I'll let you. I might have skipped it, maybe. Uh, Alice goes for then goes for the rainbow DDT. That's what but, I was talking about okay. right there. There you go. <laughs> but Dunn stops that by taking him out. It, 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 it was a running European uppercut. He took out. He took him out. He hit a European uppercut while Atlas was upside down. Did he? Okay. Yes. Um, because it just looked awkward because I don't know why Atlas would go for that with 
Dunn so far away from the position that he needed to be in. I think Dunn was heading towards him, so maybe he was sort of anticipating. But I, I liked the spot. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, no, it was good, but you got to be really fucking careful doing that shit. <laughs> yeah. um, joint manipulation happens, and then he tucks Atlas's arm behind him while he's on his side and then grabs the opposite arm and wrenches into an arm bar, and Atlas has no choice. I'm sorry, wrenches into a what? Arm bar. There you go. And Atlas has no choice but to voice that he gives up. And your winner, Pita. Yep. Um, Thoughts on the I match for I, the next portion? I really enjoyed the match. I thought it was good. Solid work between the two of them. They, they had really good chemistry together. Uh, everything was fast-paced and crisp. Nothing seemed really bad in between. No, no awful exchanges. Nothing seemed to get lost. Um, yeah, I was, I was a fan of this. I'd like to see this again in like a more serious program. Yeah, I, I thought this match was perfectly timed as well. It didn't yep. go too long. Atlas, uh, and, and this is and Atlas got out. a lot, of, got a lot in too. Yes. It wasn't like it was a squash. And that's what I mean. Uh, you know, I, I'm not calling Atlas a jobber by means because. You know, he's, he's a great fucking worker. He would have been a main eventer in AEW. <laughs> but it didn't make Dunn look weak at all. Uh, it really didn't hurt uh, Atlas either because, like you just said, he got a lot of shit in. So, uh, fantastic job by both men. I really enjoyed this match. Uh, it was short, but not short to the point where it was a jobber match. It was good. It made sense. Uh, so after the match, Dunn grabs a microphone and says, this is the time of the year where everybody wants to step up their game. Step up to me, and that is exactly what happens. Says he's the best technical wrestler in the world, and he dares someone to prove him wrong. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. So we're heading into TakeOver. Yeah. The first ever two-night TakeOver. And you get sort of an open challenge like this. Now, the first thing that popped into my head, and I don't know how, is Kushida. And give me Kushida and Pete Dunne all day fucking long. Like, Nut-busting feud right there. I am fucking there for it. But then... You start thinking, it is WrestleMania weekend, it is TakeOver, it is their first big two-night event. Is this a spot for, like, a cameo? Is this where someone like a Daniel Bryan comes down, who fancies himself the best technical wrestler in the world? (sighs) And then give me all your Daniel Bryan versus Pete Dunfield. (laughs) (laughs) So... I think that would be fantastic. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, I... Now that's all you want to see, right? <laughs> no, because I'd really, really like to see Kushida and Pete Dunne as well. Sure, but we can see that anytime. True. Oh, man. We, we don't need a mystery opponent open challenge for that. That would be... That could possibly be... 
a, a a very good contender for match of the year if oh, we were, I would think so. if we were to go down that route. Now, do I think that happens? I don't know. I don't think Daniel Bryan's going to come down no. to NXT for a takeover when it's on WrestleMania weekend. Now, of course, there's there's a there is a name of someone who is generally regarded as one of the best technical wrestlers in the world, and that's Zack Sabre Jr. I can't see that happening. I'm not a fan of Sabre. We've talked about that on this show. Yeah, um, but that is sort of his gimmick. I, I can't see him. I think he's under contract with New Japan, too, or something. But mm-hmm. um, I can't imagine that's happening here. Uh, they need a good build-up But then again, they did the match with Jushin Thunder Liger at one point, too. And he was New Japan talent. Although now that they've opened the forbidden door with AEW, yeah, who the fuck knows at this point? Most likely Kushida, but we can dream for a couple of weeks at least. Yeah, I, we'll we'll see where it goes. Because by God, if Kushida gets left out of a fucking takeover, especially after the match that he just had with Johnny, especially one that's two nights, you gotta find a lot of fucking matches. But you gotta remember, NXT only runs what two hour two hour shows. Two-hour pay-per-views? Or, or is it... Four hours of NXT matches. Now, we should say for people, I don't know if we clarified, the first night of TakeOver is on the USA Network. Um, their normal weekly show will just be TakeOver-themed. Uh, for the second night, it will be exclusively on Peacock, which is interesting because a couple weeks ago, they posted a thing when you tried to sign up, tried to cancel your WWE subscription, that if you did, you'd miss out on TakeOver. <laughs> Apparently, he won't. Uh, they also, uh, for those listening, Peacock is running a sale. If you sign up now, yep. uh, you get about fifty percent off. I know Ginger, you were looking at it. Did, did did you grab the cock this week or? Yeah, I did. I grabbed grabbed that big old cock this week. That big old yeah. cock deal. There you go. Uh, yeah, it's it, if you're going to make the switch, uh, they're doing two dollars and fifty cents for four months. Uh, if two dollars and fifty cents a month for four months, it's a one time charge for ten bucks or. Nine ninety nine or some shit like that, but for the first four months you get it for two dollars and fifty fucking cents. You can't fucking go wrong there. No, not at all. Honest no. to God, like I saw that and I was like, yes, please. And I just got. I just got. They, originally, the plan was that they were going to port your account over from the WWE Network. That will not happen. You will have to cancel your WWE Network and then yeah. get a new account at Peacock. So yeah, just heads done up done for everybody who doesn't know. Yeah, already done on my end. Did you cancel the WWE Network? Yes, I did. Ah, okay. And it said, you're going to miss out on Fastlane. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. Because <laughs> I have uh, Peacock. So, <sighs> yeah, man. Uh, did you watch the new Punky Brewster while you were there, by the way? No, I did not. Okay. Did that was just before my TV time. Oh really? Yes, it was just before. So, it was awesome. Oh, uh, I don't doubt it. There's one episode. I, I I've seen episodes of Punky Brewster. The one that traumatized me as a kid was when she the got fridge? locked in the fridge. Yes. Yep. Yep. Everyone remembers the fridge episode. Dude, that was fucking traumatizing, man. It really was. That girl almost died. I can't believe that fucking. That, I I didn't know that more that than one, just me was traumatized one, by that episode. That one and when her dog got hit by the car. I don't think I ever saw that one. Oh, yeah, that one was gut-wrenching. Oh, 
Dude, the fridge episode, man, it fucked me up. Oh, and when they tried to take her away from the creepy old guy that adopted her. Oh. Yeah, they did a lot of, like, sad episodes on that show that was supposed to be a comedy. Good. She did a fuck. Actually, you know what? She did a fucking. They did like a horror episode that, as a kid, fucking scarred me, dude. It's like her friends like disappeared, and then they were like dead zombies on the wall talking to her and shit. It was creepy as fuck. That's awesome. As a kid, it was fucking terrifying. Oh yeah. Now it's like yeah, fucking give me that shit right there. We then go to Imperium, standing out back, and they're cutting a promo, and they invite Timothy Thatcher to join them, and they will even let his friend, a.k.a. Tommaso, in out of respect for Thatcher. Hmm. I wonder where this is going. Right. I. My problem here is that they have a tendency to, like, talk about this shit as though we understand it like we know what the history is and some of us do and i'll i do but not everybody does yeah. and i had no idea about it clarify this a little bit better mm-hmm. i'm sure they will after he joins them because that's obviously where we're going but uh, i i think they'll they'll bring that up after the fact but we'll find i would out. think so yeah Leon Ruff is on the TV again. Oh boy, cutting a promo about he about how he busted his ass to get here, and next week he wants to take on Swerve Scott. Okay, this was actually a, a pretty good promo by Leon Ruff. Yeah, I'm so tired of hearing oh I busted my ass to get here. Oh everybody says I don't deserve it. Oh, so tired of hearing that shit. He did it well this time though. This is this is easily the best promo I've seen Leon Ruff cut. Well, yeah, it's fucking uh, yeah. But I'm so tired of this. Ugh, I don't deserve. People think I don't deserve to be here, but I'm here and I'm busted my butt. Yeah, so hasn't every other motherfucker in that building? Shit. Next up, we get the very first. NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match. Champions Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, Dak and Rack are taking on Poon Shots. <laughs> Dakota and Shotzi start the match. Shotzi almost fucking immediately gets a Texas Cloverleaf locked in on Dakota. And she holds it for quite a while, too. Both women go for pump kicks, dodging each other's. Then they pump kick each other in the face, and we pump kick into box. Damn it. I I had a way better segue, and I didn't realize it until now. Pump kicking into box, and you you missed that obvious setup? (laughs) And we pump into box. There you go. An assisted double stomp gets Dakota a two count when we get back. Poon gets tagged in and hits some botchy, fucking terrible-looking offense. Ugh. Ugh. Hot tag? I didn't. I didn't hate this stuff. Oh my god, dude! It was so botchy, man. I didn't. I didn't catch that. It was yeah. pretty fast-paced, but I, I. It was terrible. Uh, Topeda. You just hate her. 
No, I don't hate her. No, you do. I just don't think she lives up to people's hype for her. I, no, I think her in-ring has always been good, and, and her moves are exciting and, and fast-paced, and just, it's the promos for me. It's the character, it's the promos. There's no connection there at all. Topaid Raquel to the outside by Shotzi. Dakota then hits back in the ring, and Dakota hits a face wash. Then Raquel and Kai hit the assisted Kai kick for a two. Raquel hits a gory special flip driver. What the fuck was that move called? I, I have know. no idea. We've seen her use the gory backbreaker, but I don't know if this was supposed to be something where she rolled out and it didn't quite land, so they just turned it into something else. But, yeah, it didn't look good. <laughs> I thought it looked fucking fantastic. I, 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 if that's what she was going for, yes, sure, because, but I, I don't I've seen think that move. I, I, I've seen that move used before. I don't think that's what they were. I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but to me that looked like they were covering for something that didn't work right. No, no way. That was, that was legit. That was supposed to happen. Um, but Ember kicks, kicks out at two because Shotzi breaks it up. Shotzi hits her fire, ending with the question mark kick and a nice back suplex for a two on Kai. Poon holds Kai on the ropes, and Shotzi hits the inverted senton on the second rope, followed up by Poon hitting a slingshot splash for a two-count. Ember attempts a hurricanrana, but Raquel blocks. Ember then attempts a hurricanrana over the top, but Raquel blocks again, brings her back into the ring. Kai charges at Shotzi, and she sidesteps, sending her into Raquel, and knocking both of them over the top. Shotzi then does an O'Connor roll, follow through into a bridge pin. And ladies and gentlemen, your new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Poon Shots. So, match, good. I thought it was a good match. Nope. I... I like that they did something that was completely unexpected. Yeah. I did not expect them to fucking change hands. But at the same time, this kind of made me upset because it's like you just gave them to them. This basically murders them as a tag team. Well, I mean, I think we can. I think we tell later on by what's going on that they're they're done as a tag team anyway. And that's the thing, though. Like, it, that's that's another reason why if they if if plans got squashed by Vince for them to win the actual the 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 women's tag team championships, it fucked so much up. And, well, and you know what? Honestly, maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's why they changed it because NXT wasn't going to keep the titles on them long term, and Vince went, "I'm not putting them on Shotzi and Ember." So, mm-hmm. fuck it, we'll just keep these belts here and you have new ones there's so many fucking things but it all boils down to Vince I know that like that's almost a fucking given here like but uh, you know, I, I'm not as angry about this as you honestly like I mean I, I'm yeah. not angry I'm just more like upset because it's like you just gave them to him in the first defense I feel bad for an the hour court. later yes because Raquel's gonna go on to, to uh, EO spoiler alert um, Dakota's now had her first title reign in WWE cut short at an hour, um, and probably 
do they, I don't know, based on the way this finished, maybe they go to an angle where Raquel blames her for the loss or whatever, and they split up eventually. But Dakota feels like she's going to get lost in the shuffle here if they're not yeah. careful with her. Yeah, and that really sucks because she's a fantabulous worker. But well, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I just... I think this would have been better fit if they at least held them till takeover. Then the f- how do you do that if you're gonna have Raquel versus Io at takeover? You got to well, build uh, to that. I, no, no, and that's what I mean though. Wait to do that angle. Give them at least a short stint with these titles. Dude, that takeover what? is in like four weeks. No, I know, but that's the thing. I don't. I don't even care. Like, just have them work a fucking program with Shotzi and Ember until Takeover, and Shotzi and Ember finally get the win, and then we go on to. This is their biggest Takeover of the year of all time ever. They want the marquee match. They don't want to throw somebody in there with EO. This is what they've been building to. We've seen it straight through. Like, Raquel was the destination for EO. This is the spot you do it. You don't push that off. Did Mercedes Martinez ever get a one-on-one championship match against EO? No, but Mercedes Martinez and EO doesn't draw. I love Mercedes, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just... I don't know. I, I, like I said, I like the, the surprise factor of it. But I just, it just kind of made me upset because I feel bad for Kai. Yeah, but she'll be fine, I think. You know, I, I hope so. I've heard rumors she was going up anyway, so maybe that's what the well, split is. They, she, we're going to have another fucking Rhea Ripley situation for fuck's sake? Possible. Three uh, when was the last time you saw Vanessa Bourne? That, well, that's... I don't know why they didn't put her with fucking fuckface. Who? Uh, the Bobberty fuckface. Wasn't he with them? Her and Aaliyah both with them at the very beginning? No. No, it was just Aaliyah. Because they were the tag team. Yeah, but they they, they eventually took Vanessa Bourne off of TV. Yeah. After yeah. It, the, uh, that, the split happened after Xylee broke Aaliyah's nose. Okay. And you never saw Vanessa Bourne on TV again. It was kind of weird because Aaliyah was the one that got hurt, not Vanessa. Yeah. Well, no, because Vanessa had a match with Zaya after that happened. Oh, okay, and that that was it. That was the last time we saw her. Maybe. Uh, Keep keep talking. I'll find out. Anywho, Adam Cole promo. He says that Undisputed Era is dead when he says it is. He just had to get rid of the dead weight. So, right off there, is Adam Cole bringing back Undisputed Era with uh, new with new rest, with new uh, characters? I hope not. That's what it sounded like. I really, I, and, and I know, that's why I specifically wrote down that line. That's the only line that I fucking wrote down from this promo. Because that's the one that stood out to me, because it's like... Am I missing something? He had to get rid of dead weight, and he's it's dead when he says it's dead, and he's 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 not calling it dead. So we're gonna get three new guys with Adam Cole, Let, which is uh, yeah. interesting. So, so let, hypothetically, let's say they did that. Who who do you put with her? I'm sorry, with who? With with Adam Cole. Sorry, who do you put with, with him? Uh. 
done in one and two. You think? Yeah, okay. because McAfee's not around. Makes some sense. I could, I, that was one of the ideas I had, actually. So, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, if not... Uh, if not them, who who else would you think would be a good fit for UED? Legato. Yeah, they're kind of they, they got they got their own thing though. Um. I, see, if you're gonna give those spots away, I would give them to people who weren't already established. Yes. I would use it as a way to sort of elevate somebody up. Swerve. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, maybe L.A. Knight. Okay. I mean, it's a random collection of dudes, but really that's what Undisputed Era was, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It would be, it'd be interesting to see where they're going with that, but it definitely sounded like, like he definitely, that's where they were headed. Yeah, they, they he said that for a reason. Like, there's no fucking way they didn't. They, they said that just because. Uh, okay, so the last time that was NXT Live. NXT Live. Yeah, the last time she was on WWE TV was the NXT Women's Title Number One Contender Battle Royal. Oh, damn, so over a year ago. Uh, January 15th, 2020. Wow. Prior to that, Vanessa Bourne lost to Santana Garrett. That was live. Hold on, sorry, what's not live? What's on TV? Yeah, Zia Lee defeats Vanessa Bourne. Yeah. And that was November twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. Wow. Sorry, November twenty seventh, I think. Yeah. November. November of twenty nineteen. That's a lot yeah. of fucking time ago. Huh. <laughs> <sighs> A slew of women are congratulating Poon Shots. On their victory. song? Yeah. Okay, you were bobbing your head and I couldn't hear anything, so I had no choice. Oh, Booty Rockin'. Oh, okay. All the women are there congratulating them, except. No! I said, are you ready? Except indie wrestling and Candice LeRae. Well, they were there. They weren't clapping. Oh, no. They were in the back. They were away from everybody. Yeah. But they were in a tent. Watching, watching from a distance, I should say. Sorry. Right. Uh, they then walk up to Johnny, and he's looking for Austin. Austin then comes up out of nowhere from behind and asks... <laughs> he asked Johnny if he paid off the therapist last week. Johnny says, yes, I did. Therapists aren't cheap. Therapy ain't free. Austin just nods his head in agreement. <laughs> that was fucking fantastic. Uh, Johnny then reminds Austin about the things Loomis he, Loomis had said about him. Theory then gets all teary-eyed. They ask him, are you crying? He says, no, I'm mad. He rips off his shirt and storms off. Did you hear in did you like watch Indy's facial expressions anytime somebody mentioned Dexter Loomis? Yep. <laughs> Still horny. Floodgates, dude. Yeah. More on that little situation a little bit later. 
there was one uh, somebody posted on Twitter and she she responded like the last week when they were doing the therapy session. Mm. Uh, the therapist was talking about Dexter. And he's like, he's a psychopath who likes to choke people out. And she did this facial expression in the background, like, ooh. <laughs> Somebody posted the clip, and she's like, oh, I didn't think anybody would catch that. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I think, you know, normally I don't like this type of storyline with a male and a female, but she is actually doing a very fucking good That's job at this. Selfish. Uh, moving on to Caden Carter, and she's in the ring ready to get her head kicked off by Zia Lee. Immediate drop kick by Carter after Zia charges, but Zia says fuck you and starts working her over. Carter quickly makes a comeback, and it's a barrel roll through side kick that Dick calls an X kick. Carter then hits a face wash for a two. Casey then strolls out on a crutch. Casey, the injured one. Uh, she comes out on a crutch to watch her good friend get that ass whooped. Zaya, so Zaya is on the apron, and she is just beating the shit out of Carter. And she's staring down Casey while doing so. And just before Zaya is about to do to Carter what she did to Casey... Casey nails Zaya with the crutch, causing a disqualification. Casey then gets in the ring and continues to pummel Zaya with the crutch. While screaming, you took it too far. <sighs> Zaya took it too far as you beat the piss out of her with a crutch. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bo, Boa then gets in the Bo? ring and... Sorry. What what did I say? You said Bo. Bo no. gets a Boa. <laughs> Bo knows. Boa gets in the ring and snaps the crutch Boner. in half. After Casey attempts to hit him with it, uh, he then looks at the million-year-old dragon. She makes a fist, and Boa yeah. looks. Uh, I just call it the million-year-old dragon. Uh, Boa then looks to attack Casey. But Carter then hits Boa with the crutch, and they get out of Dodge. <sighs> I don't really the care correct, about the storyline. The correct way to build the new heel, Zia Lee, is not to stick her in a program nobody gives a shit about with people where you're trying to force this history that didn't exist on us. Like, There's no emotional connection to Zia Lee, Casey, and Caden. And you're trying. This is they're, they're pretending this is Shawn Michaels throwing Marty Jannetty through the barbershop window. Like it's not that at all. Like don't. Not even close. Stop trying to make it a thing. <sighs> so frustrating. Anyways, I don't. I, there's nothing more to really talk about with that situation. Yeah. No. We then get a promo from NXT UK and. The original cruiserweight champion, Jordan Devlin. Well, not the original, but the the original implies the first. I'm, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, the what's the word I'm looking for, Jason? Recognized. Yes, the recognized NXT cruiserweight champion. 
Uh, he proceeds to say his travel ban was lifted today. And he will be at NXT next week, and we will find out who the real NXT Cruiserweight Champion really is. That Escobar's time playing make-believe is over. Goya, oh boya, this is going to be something. How do you feel about this, though? I like it. But the fact that it's not happening at TakeOver, kind of disappointing. Why is it not happening at TakeOver? Well, he said we're going to find out who the next... Re- so he's, he's coming next week. That doesn't mean... That could be a face-to-face no, no, no. stare-down promo. That doesn't mean there's a match. They didn't he, announce a match between the two for next week. He said next week we will find out who the real NXT Cruiserweight Champion really yeah, is. Yeah, he'll go face-to-face with them. They did never at no point announce a match for next week between the two. Well, Jordan Devlin made, damn sure made it sound like they were going to. I think we're going to get a segment, and I think oh, we're going to hatch a takeover. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would hope... But it feels like like I love Jordan Devlin, but knowing everything that he was accused of, it's sort of like I have a hard time getting as into it as I would have normally. Uh, you know? No, it's his was a fucked up situation with that whole. Uh... I mean, I think they're all fucked up situations, but oh yeah, but he he had the case where she accused him of biting it. her and. Posted pictures and shit, yeah, yeah, and so, you know there are a lot of people that, that say it was it was made up or whatever, but it's still it's just it's an accusation. That's yeah. Still once you lingers. get someone's name tied to that, it feels a little to get into them at that point. You know what I mean? And yeah, I, I understand it, but it, I mean the match is probably gonna be a banger. I'm looking forward to it. But, oh yeah, yeah, I hear you. I, so, I understand so, what you're saying. Sort of rooting for Escobar, if you know what I mean. Yes. Uh, we get a build-up for Zoe Stark and a look behind the curtain at who she is and how she got here. So I guess that really bad match she had with EO didn't hurt her push at all, so that's good, I guess. Um, also, did you notice when, when earlier on in the show when Dakota was in the ring and she said, we beat all of you? Zoe Stark was the one that was shaking her head no, yeah. and Dakota said, if you were there, we would have beat you too. So, <laughs> but Zoe Stark, in that whole line of, of the, the all the women's roster of NXT, Zoe Stark was front and center yeah. on the left-hand side. Yeah. Like, she was the first one in the line. Mm-hmm. They are really going to push this woman to the moon, apparently. <sighs> I know you better. haven't seen it yet. I've seen a lot of her work on it. You, you, well, you're yeah, not no. a fan so far, right? I, I, I don't want to say I'm not, I'm not a fan because that that would not be a fair judgment because she had what the two quick jobber matches and then the one with EO. Yeah. Um, you haven't been impressed yet, basically. Yeah, I have. A, okay. She hasn't caught my eye. Yeah, I, I've seen some of her on the indies and and she's really really good. Uh, she hasn't hit her stride in NXT yet, but. Mm-hmm. It's pretty clear from what we're seeing that they've got big plans for her. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see where it goes, but you know, it's uh, yeah. We 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 talk about this all the time. Uh, the uh, fuck, what is the word I'm thinking of? Um, cock. No, women leaving and then new ones come in. Um. 
Revolving door? Yeah, the revolving door that we always talk about. We need it. That line of women, I know we're going back to this. That line of women was fucking long. Two yeah. sides from the front of the ramp all the way back to the fucking screen. Right. And there weren't social distancing either. But I doubt that was an awful attempt at a joke. But there's a lot of fucking women. you got to start shooting. Natalia, get the fuck off of TV. Naomi, I really don't need to see you. Tamina, get the fuck off of my TV screen. I know it's not going to happen. Nia Jax, get the fuck off my TV screen. How about Lana? Lana, get off my TV screen. Dana Brooke? Yeah. Get off my TV. So that's six females right there? Probably. Okay. Get off my fucking TV. Get the NXT people up, the women up there, please. Well, you're also going to have to remember the Bellas are coming back for their comeback, too, so. Wait, what? The Bellas, they want to have a comeback. They want to go for the tag titles. They want to prove that moms can kick ass. You're Do you new. not listen to Twat Magic, sir? No, I don't. I, I, I don't listen to many uh, podcasts anymore because I listen to music to get in the zone for work. Um, your new WWE Divas Tag Team Champions, the Bellas. It's going to happen. Anyway, back to NXT. Johnny Laurinaitis will book him to come in oh and beat Poonshots. fucking God. Cause, oh, God. I'm just making Ginger more and more angry as this goes. Yeah. Uh, they show Escobar having a heated conversation about Jordan Devlin's comments with Mr. Regal. His music hits, and Legato try to get him away, but he sends them out there on their own because he needs to deal with Mr. Regal. Legato, del, or Legato versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. Raul and Gibson start. And oh, 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 whoa, 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 Yep. And I was like, this is going to be the greatest gimmick ever, where he comes out with a microphone every week and never says anything. <laughs> but he actually spoke. He has a voice. It works. Yeah, it works. I, I could have gone out. I, I could have gone without the and soon to be the number one That's tag team. All the time. Every week. No, no, no. The... the the thing he said, though, he said what? soon to be the number one tag team in NXT. No, he said soon to be NXT's number one. Yeah, NXT's number one. What, that's that's the same fucking thing. Just I, you gotta be the tag team champs for that partner. You get that they're heels, right? I understand that. 
that's what heels do. They they tell you that they're the best ever, that they're going to be the the number one. Like that's I I just hated it. Dude, you were a heel. Like, how do you not get this? No, oh, I, I I understand it, but I just hated it. I, for some reason, it just irked You're supposed me. Supposed to? No, but like I fucking like. Zach Gibson is the heel you want to fucking punch in the face. That's oh that's God. the thing, and he's very good at it. Like the Miz was in his prime. Um, just, yeah, it, it, it didn't I, you're having the exact me. reaction you're supposed to have to. Fuck, I hated it. I hated the way he said it. I fucking hated it. <laughs> Raul and Gibson start, and not long after that, uh, not long after things get going, and Legato hit some trademark offense with the ending with the springboard moon assisted springboard moonsault. All of a sudden, you hear three, two, one. And out comes two guys in spacesuits. Wild is distracted by this and gets hit with an Enzigeti. But the astronauts reveal to be not Brizongo, but MSK. The vets are surprised by this. Wild gets a sunset flip on Drake and gets the three. The vets attempt to attack MSK. But they are very unsuccessful in doing so as MSK uses the space helmets and hit the vets. So, Wesley hit uh, Gibson pretty low with that helmet. Yeah. Really fucking low with that helmet. Yeah. Uh, so, Gibson has his hand on the stairs and Wes slams the hel- helmet onto Gibson's hand. By the way. Hold on, you get. I, I always just assumed everybody got the names of MSK, got the play on on what they're what they are. Did you did, have you picked up on that? What do you, wait what? What are the names of MSK? Wesley and Nash Carter. Okay. What are the names of the detectives in the Rush Hour movies? <laughs> Carter and Lee. Lee. It's amazing to me how many people haven't picked up on that. I I just talked to somebody online, and they're like, oh, fuck. And like, yeah, I, I just sort of figured everyone picked up on that. Do you think it was intentional? Had to have been. Had to have been. The black guy is Lee, so it's the opposite of the Rush Hour movies. Like, they had to have done that Car- on purpose. Carter isn't uh, of Asian descent, is he? That I know of. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of a weird thing. That can't be a coincidence, dude. Why not? You you take these two sort of goofy comedy guys and stick them with names from two guys from a goofy comedy series? Tweet them right now and ask them if it was on purpose. No! Why? Who am I tweeting? Uh, Wesley and Nash Carter. They're not going to admit it. Then fucking tweet trips if you have to. Like, was this on purpose? Please tell I'll me. Just call them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You're employed. I forgot about that. Huh. <laughs> you got inside knowledge. Have somebody ask them. 
I'll see what I can do. If you can, I I would like to know that. Okay. You got you got ears and voices on the inside. Hook no it idea. up. No idea what you're referring to. <laughs> uh, so after uh, Gibson uh, Gibson's hand gets smashed on the stairs, <laughs> I actually really fucking enjoyed this. Legato is in the ring still, and they just mock the vets. Oh, my hand! Oh. Yeah. They are then attacked from behind by the returning Brizango. It's good to see them. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, after they are done beating the shit out of Legato, uh, MSK gets in the ring, and Carter starts doing the dango dance. Yes, he did. He tried to get him to do it. Fucking right. And he was like, nah, fam. <laughs> Dango places the space helmet on his head and MSK dance with Dango. It was almost like he passed the torch. Yeah, it was good. I, I love the swerve. I thought you set up two tag team feuds at the same oh, yeah. time. Uh, possibly a four corners match. Who knows? Um, but I, I love this. I'm glad MSK is not off TV while they're, uh, Wesley's hand heals so that they can not get, not get completely forgotten as they were really hot coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the swerve because I think I, I bought into the fact that was Brizango when they came out. Like, I, yep. I thought it was really, really well done. And I thought that was the end of the segment. And then when Brizango showed up to the crowd, it was like another surprise. So yep. I really, really well done segment. Yeah, uh, 100% with you on this. I was shocked to see Brizango come up from behind. But once, I, once they kept the camera on Legato, I was like, is it? Yeah, that's happening. Uh, but uh, no, gr- great stuff here. You got two feuds to build up with now. I mean, obviously the Grizzled Young and uh, MSK already had their feud, but Legato, you know, has has their tag team feud while uh, Escobar goes off and does his own thing with Devlin. Got a lot of shit going on in NXT at the moment. Yep. And this, yeah, we'll we'll get into it at the end. Um, dinner time with the former, former, unfortunately, NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. As Rack and Dag yell at dinner time, in comes Io Shirai. She tells Raquel she wants her next. Raquel replies, be careful what you wish for, Kita. Hmm. Going right to it. Mm-hmm. Kai, you're pushed to the side for now. Uh, we then go to... Well, I mean, I- to be fair, when Dakota had her feud with EO, Raquel had her back. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. True. Yeah. We go to commercial when we come back. Dinner time... Is with Timothy Thatcher. And she asks him about Imperium. And before he even says a word, Tommaso interrupts and says, I don't know what you're thinking, but I know my answer, and I'm not interested. Uh, he's listening inter- to me, an old man. Drama. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. Uh, he's, but what Tommaso is interested in is the general sitting across the pond barking orders. Oh, okay. 
I'll be, I, you know what? I'm not a big Walter guy, but I'd be there for Chopper versus Walter. Fuck yes, I would be too. Yeah. Uh, so next week, Toothless Timmy and Old Man Chompa take on Imperium. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did I hear that right? And I had to rewind it, but yeah, he totally said that. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was. He's good definitely stuff. going for the Jay Briscoe look at this point. Oh my god. <laughs> How old is Champa? Mid forties. I feel like we went over this a couple weeks ago, but I can't fucking remember. Um, but yeah, he's he's gonna be yeah, he's thirty five. Really? Yeah, he's quite What's gray that? for mid to late thirties, huh? Quite gray. I yeah, I mean, it happens to some people early. And also, he's he's been through a lot in his life too. So that's, true. Yeah. That that definitely speeds the gray hair process up. We then get announcements. Actually, do you know he's uh, he's actually four years younger than Finn Balor. Balor's thirty nine. You would not fucking know that. That's that's crazy. Want to guess on Johnny Gargano? Thirty two. Not far. Thirty three. Adam Cole. Baby, uh, he was in the Indies for a while. Uh, I'd probably say 34. You want to try again? Uh, 39. 31. Oh, wow. Wow. We get announcements for matches next week. And Austin Theory looking for revenge on the shit that... Loomis didn't talk because it's going to be Austin Theory versus Dexter Loomis next week. Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Swerve Scott in the in-ring debut of L.A. Knight. But as of right now, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main event of the NXT rundown. Hey, by the way, in shit that randomly pops into my head, where the fuck is Mansoor? Uh, he's actually on 205 Live, and I think he's at 51-0 and 0 currently. Oh, okay. I don't watch that shit. Yeah, me neither. Except for when AG's on. I don't watch his match. Oh, yeah. But... yeah, that's... Yeah. Adam Cole versus Finn Balor for the NXT Championship. Match starts, both men hit shoulder blocks, then pinning one another, looking for quick pins. Then Finn gets Cole in a headlock. They work up, then Cole goes for a super kick, but Finn just backs away as we go to box. We come back from box, and Adam is in control. Cole attempts a sunset flip, but Finn rolls through and hits a basement drop kick. Finn starts working over on Cole's leg a little bit. Cole then gets Finn in a fireman's carry, but he reverses it and delivers the reverse DDT elbow for a two. Cole pulls Finn from the floor, but Finn sits and Cole does not hit a pump kick. Big whiff on that one. Mm-hmm. Cole takes the stairs apart, looks to deliver a bear... The same, bra- uh, same brain buster he delivered to Kyle O'Reilly, but Finn reverses and delivers, 
delivers a backwards running suplex onto a portion of the rampway. That was weird. Yeah, I mean, he hit harder than I think they were expecting, for sure. I I don't know if he was trying to get him more on the rampway, or if he might have lost his balance, or I don't know what the fuck happened, but it it looked weird. Uh, That... I believe we went to commercial after that. We get we come back and they're both in the ring. We get a pump kick, but that's replied with a Pele. Then Finn, Finn looks for the 1916, but Cole reverses and delivers the brain buster on the knee for a two. Cole looks for Panama Sunrise, but Balor moves, hits Sling Blade, then a shotgun drop kick. He climbs, looking for the coup de grace, but Cole moves and hits a super kick for a close two. Cole immediately puts on a cross face, but Balor reverses it almost into a body stretch, but Cole puts him back in the cross face. Balor eventually gets to the ropes. Cole reverses out of the reverse 1916, takes Balor's knee out, and hits the last shot for a very close two. Here's something you don't see often at all. Cole then... Right after that, he hits Panama Sunrise and one, two, three, and no. <laughs> Balor kicks out a two. Yeah. That was a great false. Oh, um, I actually preferred the last shot falsy out of him, but it, it was it was two good falsies out in a row. Yeah. Um, Cole looks for the last shot again, but Balor tosses him, uh, stands up and tosses him out of the ring. Cole pulls himself up on the barricade, and from the shadows, Kyle O'Reilly appears. Cole's like, what are you doing here? Why are you here? And he turns around and gets hit with a front flip plancha over the top from Balor. Balor then stares at O'Reilly and hits the 1916 on the floor, tosses Cole in the ring, Hits the coup de grace, and still your NXT champion, Finn Balor. Before we go on, thoughts? I enjoyed it. Uh, really good match. I, I feel like the, the problem NXT has is that now we're comparing everything to Finn versus Kyle O'Reilly. And it wasn't that. It was very, very good. It just wasn't that. No, it, no, it was a, it was a good match. I, yeah, I, especially I, for a TV title match. Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred percent for a fucking TV match. This was fantastic. I think it was better than their match that they had before. Um, uh, forget what the fuck. Finn won the title. No. No. That was the last time they had a match. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Much better match this time around, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Much uh, more investment in it, because Cole was very cold at that point. Yeah. Um, now he's he's all heated up again, so. Mm-hmm. True. So, O'Reilly hops over the barricade, and Finn gestures to Kyle in hand motion. He's all yours. Yeah, go get him. Yeah, I I fucking loved it. It was a small yeah. little thing, but I loved Very it. Very subtle. Yep. yep. 
Uh, Kyle gets in, and Cole gets on his knees and is basically crying, apologizing to Kyle. Cole then goes for a low blow, but Kyle catches it. And he removes the Undisputed Era armband off of Cole. And just starts whooping that motherfucking ass. Yep. They get to the outside, and Kyle is beating Cole pillar to post. Goes for the Brain Buster on the steps, but as he lifts him, the referees pull Cole down to get separation. Fantastic. You did not see those officials in the screenshot until the very last second. But on when in the history of wrestling have they pulled somebody out of a hold like that? Never, but I I didn't I, I'm not looking too deep into it. I I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, it was alright. O'Reilly gets back on Cole and they go out back battling. Uh, thoughts on that portion before we get to the next portion. It was good. I just set up. Uh, I don't know if you saw O'Reilly announced that basically originally the doctors told him he was six weeks out because what he did on Wednesday re-caused more swelling in his cervical disc. They've added two more weeks to his time off, which I'm guessing probably puts him around takeover. I haven't done the math. Wait, so is that shoot or is it a work? It's a work. It's got to be. Okay. Oh, boy. If he was really on a six-week, you can't wrestle, and they wouldn't have let him go out there tonight. So it's clearly a work. Uh, true. Yeah. I'm just stupid and tired right now. <laughs> uh, so Finn is still in the ring. Like, oh, shit. Cole's getting his ass whooped. And he feels a presence in the ring. He slowly turns around and says, what took you so long? Before even seeing who it was. Yeah. And it is Carrion Cross. Cross just says TikTok, and they come face to face as we go off the air. I don't think I want to see this. Really? Yeah. Why? It's like when they were in the ring, I had no real strong reaction to it. Usually when I see things like that, I'd be like, holy shit, now I want to see that. I, I just. Cross has lost so much from his just being out. And it's not really a fault of his own, but he was no. so hot when he came in. But now it's like, eh. eh. I mean, the match with Escobar, Escobar was the star of that match. Yeah. Um, you know, I just feel like some of the shine has faded from Cross a little bit. Yeah. and No, I agree. I certainly don't want to see them go right back to putting the title back on Cross. I, I want the shining moment to be Kyle O'Reilly finally beats Finn Balor for the NXT Championship. Oh, that would be a much better story. Right. 100%. But, uh, I mean, I, I personally, I'm looking forward to the match. I think it'll be really good. Uh, but I just I, don't. I, I don't know how their styles will mesh. I really don't. I, I'm, I could be wrong. I just Cross is not the type of guy. I mean, then again, Cross worked well with Escobar, so who knows? Um, yeah, you were hesitant just, on you were hesitant on Cross and Escobar too. So yeah, yeah maybe we'll see. Yeah. I just, in any event, I, if it's going to be the main event of a takeover WrestleMania weekend, I should be super fucking amped for it, and I'm just not there. Yeah, but even if it, 
the rest of this card, these cards for the two nights is going to be fucking amazing. We'll see. I, we're we're WWE in it. We're going to be four weeks out. We're just now starting to allude to matches. We haven't even announced any. So, no. you know, we'll be we'll be announcing matches on the fucking kickoff show or Twitter oh, the night before. Yeah, but the, the... can't look at it that way, man. Dude, I've watched NXT. You're relatively new to NXT for the most part. They used to have their their angles built out months in advance. They would mm-hmm. spend months building oh, yeah. to an angle. Yeah. Now they hotshot everything, and I'm not a fan of it. That's just me. That's the Vinceism. Yep, exactly. But it just it's not it doesn't it doesn't carry the same excitement for me that it once did. Mm-hmm. But it's still good. I still love it. But what it was and what Before. it could be again are not what it is. I think we're I, I think we're getting back to that. I feel this ep- personally, they started so many things on this episode. Yes, they and did. On, in, in my opinion, this is probably my favorite episode of NXT on USA in yeah. of quite a while. That wasn't a special event. Even though Tony had long pants on. Yeah, I kind of spoiled it a little bit, but yes, yeah, <laughs> wrestling wise, wrestling wise, in like storyline wise, shit. I, I I really enjoyed this episode of NXT. I thought they did a lot to set up stuff, and I, I do like that. They did mm-hmm. a lot of of building towards something. I just wish they had started building towards stuff earlier. Maybe they weren't sure if they were going to do a takeover that weekend. Maybe. Maybe. It's a possibility. I don't know. It's purely speculation. Uh, but. Jason, if you had if I had 15, 20 minutes to go back and watch a match, which one are you going to pick? You got a couple choices here tonight. I would say the main event, just because it's still the NXT title match. The match was still really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but go check out uh, um, Jake Atlas and Pete Dunne. It's a quick that, little one you can you can snap it in real quick. But uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, that that was actually my uh, pick. Uh, was Jake Atlas and Pete Dunne. I enjoyed obviously the main event because I knew you were gonna pick that one. But if you got if you got a few extra more minutes, uh, definitely go check out Pete Dunne and Jake Atlas. Uh, they their their styles matched very well, and I thought the match was fantastic. Yeah. So. You know what was missing for this week's NXT? What's that? Cameron Grimes. Ah, yeah, I know. I meant to bring that up earlier. We fucking managed to get Leon Ruff on again though. It'll be on next week too. Of course. I hope Cameron Grimes come and fucking comes in and caves in Leon Ruff into the mat so hard that Leon Ruff is off TV for months and months and Leon months. Ruff is like the Cody of NXT. He's just on every fucking week if there's a reason for him to be or not. Except Leon Ruff doesn't own the company. <laughs> oh man. I mean that I know of. Yeah, he might he might have a. A good percentage of stock in the company. He could. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that's going to do it for us tonight or today. Whenever you're listening to this, uh, please don't forget to go to rundownwrestling.com. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're everywhere, man. Give us a share. We're posting to all of our shows on Facebook now. Uh, give po- give us a share on the on the socials, everybody. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Jason, why don't you uh, give us a little shout? Give us a, give us a little send off here. Uh, I guess that means we will NXT yeah, next week. 
Oh, yeah. Bye. been listening to a rundown wrestling network production please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows as well as our other special events keep it locked there or subscribe to the rundown wrestling network on itunes spotify google podcast stitcher premium or anywhere you get your podcast from leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundown wrestling slash message join our patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling, and you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash thesalzereffect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.